Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us prioritize our battles and strategy against the fiends. This is the 19th chapter of Julian of Norwich's long text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath, and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax. Let your attention settle, and I invite you to open your heart to these words. At this point, I wanted to look up from the cross, but I dared not, for I well knew that while I contemplated the cross, I was safe and sound. Therefore, I was unwilling to imperil my soul, for beside the cross there was no safety, only the horror of fiends. Then a suggestion came from my reason, as though a friendly voice had spoken. Look up to his father in heaven. And then I saw clearly with the faith that I felt that there was nothing between the cross and heaven which could have distressed me. Either I must look up or I must answer. I answered inwardly with all the strength of my soul and said, No, I cannot for you are my heaven. I said this because I did not wish to look up, for I would rather have suffered until judgment day than come to heaven otherwise than by him. For I knew well that he who bound me so painfully would unbind me when he wished. Thus was I taught to choose Jesus as my heaven though at the time I saw him only in pain. I was satisfied by no heaven but Jesus, who will be my bliss when I go there. And it has always been a comfort to me that I chose Jesus for my heaven, through his grace, in all this time of suffering and sorrow. And that has been a lesson to me, that I should do so forevermore, choosing Jesus alone for my heaven in good and bad times. And though, like a wretch, I had repented, I said before that if I had known what the suffering would cause me, I would not have prayed to share Christ's passion. I now saw that, really, this was the grumbling and cursing of my flesh, without the agreement of my spirit. And to this, God attaches no blame. Regret and conscious choice are opposites which I then felt both at the same time. And these two are divided, one part outward and the other inward. The outward part is our mortal flesh, which now suffers pain and grief, and shall while this life lasts. I felt it greatly at this time, and it was this part of me that regretted the prayer. The inward part is a high, blessed state of being, full of peace and love, and this was a more mysterious experience. And it was in this part that I strongly, surely, and eagerly chose Jesus for my heaven. And here I saw truly that the inward part is master and ruler of the outward one, and does not consider or heed the desire of the flesh, but all the intention and desire of the Spirit 
is set forever upon being united with our Lord Jesus. It was not revealed to me that the outward part would draw the inward into agreement, but that the inward should draw the outward through grace, and both shall be united in everlasting bliss through the power of Christ. This is what was shown. It is the inward battle, as Julian puts it today, that matters. The grumbling of the flesh is just a fact of our natures. We are plagued by fiends, and there is no fault in that for us. The fight worth our energy is the one which leads us to conscious choice and action. The fiends only win if we believe their lies and decide upon them to change our course. And even if we are caught in that trap, we are not finally lost, because as we see in the events of Holy Week, God's power is greater than death. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.